0: This episode is brought to you by Shuggies.
1: Shuggies is on a mission to sweeten people's lives and create little moments of happiness and joy every day. Isn't that nice?
0: That's so nice. (laughs) So Shuggies is infused cane sugar and infused agave nectar.
1: And you can use Shuggies wherever you would want something to be a little sweeter, like stir it into your coffee in the morning or brew up a batch of lemonade on a hot summer afternoon.
0: That sounds so refreshing. Mm -hmm. I would use it in baking.
1: Oh, what would you make?
0: Right now? I'm kind of into snickerdoodles, if I'm going to be honest. I feel I love like they're the them. yeah, right? Like nobody remembers them and every time I see one, I'm so pleased. So, I'm trying to find a really good snickerdoodle recipe right now.
1: Yeah, make a fat snickerdoodle and put some shuggy's on it and call it a shuggy doodle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: Check them out at com. That's S H O O G I E S.com or find them on Instagram at that shuggy's feeling.
0: Yeah, that Shuggy's feeling. I want that feeling all the time.
1: Yeah, elevate your everyday with Shuggy's. Hello, and welcome to Weed and Grub. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Did you really just do that? What do you, yeah. (laughs) That was amazing. (laughs) Do what? Oh, come on. Uh, you just caught a fly in your hands mm-hmm. just before we started recording.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I uh, After you called me a barehand mama. <laughs>
0: yeah. Nobody grabs... F- I slapped a dead fly with a fly swatter and you were like, don't just leave it there. And then you picked it up with your bare hand. I was like, I was getting a tissue because I don't know where that fly has been, but you're a barehand mama.
1: I Listen, today's been a weird day with bugs because I was cleaning up earlier around uh, Bobo's cat box and I found a crazy spider.
0: What's that mean?
1: It, like a black widowy type. It had a red... Um, symbol on its belly that looked scary and it had big long spindly legs and it was all bulbous shaped like it looked venomous. I'm not sure that it was a black widow but it, it was a scary looking spider. So I took... Uh, What'd you do with that? Kill it? No, I took it outside. <laughs> with your bare hands? No, not with my bare hands. No, okay. That one was a scary one. I got a glass and a piece of uh, junk mail. Very useful the junk mail for spider scooping. And sure. I took that spider outside. Uh, but just now I did catch that fly with my bare hands and he was also put outside alive.
0: That was amazing. And also, uh, <laughs> we're here with Heather Newman. If you don't listen to Creative Mavens, you've got to listen to Creative Maven. And she goes, okay, what up, Mary Miyagi? <laughs> <laughs> Heather's
1: working in the background. What's up, Heather? Hey, y'all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing.
1: Uh, thank you. It actually felt pretty cool.
0: It is cool. Yeah. I, um, What's the craziest thing you've caught with your hands? Because like, you're a natured person.
1: Um, I mean, we all are nature people, Mike. <laughs> Everybody's a nature person. I know. I mean, I did introduce you to camping.
0: You really did. You
1: yeah. were the first. I was the first person who would ever taken you like out into the wilderness.
0: You introduced me to looking up. <laughs> <laughs> what? You know what I mean? Like, hey, look at that bird up there. I was like, oh, shit. There's like a whole sky above me. <laughs> So, yeah, <laughs>
1: that's great. <laughs> L.A. is definitely a great place to look up because there's a bunch of stuff happening around us all the time. In fact, with our guest today, she had a moment where she was looking out the window and she was like, look at all those birds. There were hummingbirds. And we were talking about like just the urban wildlife that's all around you all the time. There's just stuff everywhere.
0: It's very cool. It's but amazing. What's the craziest thing you've you've hand <laughs> Um,
1: Probably a, uh, oh, what are they called? Hang on. I, there's a scientific name for it that I can't remember. Uh, they're like a segmented sea worm, and it bit me.
0: In the So you were in the ocean? I was in the
1: ocean, yeah. And it, it bit me, and so I grabbed it with my hand. Um, and then a uh, polychaete.
0: A polychaete? A
1: polychaete, Do you yeah. mind if I
0: Google while we're talking? No, 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 no. Just to get a reference, or do you want to describe it?
1: No, so there was like a little segmented <laughs> swimming sea worm, and they have little um, jaws that they bite with. And um, polychaete, I think, is P-O-L-Y-K. I'm not sure if it's spelled like it sounds... Damn it, I don't know. But anyway, I remember asking my father what it was because my dad was a fisheries scientist, and he said it sounded like it had been a polychete. And when I looked it up, I was like, "Yep, that's the thing." I bet
0: they're gonna gross me out. It bit me on the boob. (laughs) Really?
1: Yeah, I was swimming. Well, because they were on this. It was on the surface, and it just came doodling along, and I came. I think it ran into me. It didn't expect to see me there, and I probably gave it more of a fright than you know.
0: I just like okay. So my reaction would be to scream, flee, we can't swim away. (laughs) Because you're in the water, there's nowhere to go, you know, and everything. But instead, you 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 attack first.
1: Well, no, I just grabbed it because I to pull it off of my body, and then, I don't know, that's the strangest thing. But that's one of the strangest things. You know, one of the coolest things that I've ever handled a sea cucumber. How is that? They're squishy and you can use them as little water pistols when you find them on the beach. Have you ever seen one?
0: I've seen them in videos, but I've never seen one in person.
1: They're so neat to handle, but I don't think it's actually good to pick them up and squeeze them. No? It was, I mean, super fun, but yeah, it's probably not good to, you know, you're just, imagine you're just lying on the beach and something comes along and picks you up and like squeezes your guts out. Okay. Yeah, it's a bad feeling. Have you ever seen the Ewan McGregor short film where he's walking along the beach and he sees the eclair sitting on the sand?
0: I've seen it because of you, so keep going.
1: So there's a great, it's a student film. I think it was a Scottish filmmaker. It was made like before Ewan McGregor. I think it was pre-Train Spotting even.
0: So he wasn't even the one we know and love. Yeah. I mean, it was
1: like a long, long, long time ago. And I think like YouTube maybe was just beginning to be a thing. And Uh, It was a short film. I don't even think YouTube existed at the time. But anyway, there's a Ewan McGregor is walking along the beach and there's an eclair sitting on the sand in the foreground. Like the camera is sort of at the POV of the eclair. And you see Ewan McGregor trudging along and he comes up, gets bigger and bigger. And then you see him like come into frame and it's just his feet and he leans down and he picks up the eclair and he puts it into his mouth. And then all of a sudden he gets yanked into the ocean and the eclair is hiding a hook. Oh, fuck. (laughs) And it's just... Awesome and terrifying.
0: Awesome. Mm-hmm. Damn right. What an intro. Welcome to Weed and Grub, everybody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is a podcast about cannabis, comedy, cooking culture, and calling shit out.
0: Hell yeah, it is. Yeah. And catching flies. And
1: catching flies and spiders. <laughs>
0: we got you want to get into the news what do you want to oh well you have news
1: uh I mean my news today is that the uh article that I wrote about Lowell Cafe came out in Rolling Stone
0: it's so good thanks it everybody should read it it's all over our Instagram at weed and grub or Mary Jane at this is Mary Jane underscore or just go to rollingstone.com because it's at fucking Rolling Stone what <laughs> That's am I saying I would read it <laughs> yeah read it at the source huh uh-huh congratulations
1: thank you very much it was a really cool experience shout out to Libby uh Dolan for hooking it up and I went with with our friend Ben and I got to uh, just have like, you know, a moment in weed history here in California in the America's first legal cannabis restaurant. We ordered weed and we ordered food and then we sat there and we smoked and ate around other diners who were doing the same and it was a fucking amazing night where we, that, that kind of communion of just like sitting and eating and smoking, it feels like that's how it always should be everywhere all the time.
0: That seems to be the consensus. Yeah,
1: yeah, it really truly is like the the vibe there is really great you know they've got like exposed brick and greenery and it's very chill and uh you know i think there are a lot of aspects of it that kind of feel like the coffee shop culture and a back to like the amsterdam coffee houses but also it's like it's very it's very new it's very now I don't know. I don't want to talk about it too much because you could just go and check it out yourself if you're in L.A.
0: Yeah, and if you're not in L.A., you can also read Mary Jane's article and hopefully by doing podcasts like this and people joining places like normal, um, hopefully it's going to be federally legal and then a consumption cafe is coming to a city near you or on you.
1: Well... Actually, speaking of it being federally legal, that's the actual news story that I wanted to talk about because John Capetta in our last episode last week was talking about how he thinks uh, the current administration, the Trump administration, might actually legalize weed to... um, you know create a distraction from all of the other terrible
0: yeah. shit that they're oh i'm doing. getting impeached look over here look free over weed here. or yeah. legalized weed yeah
1: and uh just today i read a story on a marijuana moment reporting that mitch mcconnell is in california right now uh meeting with weed execs and going to tour grow evidently
0: no shit yep <laughs> fuck him the
1: turtle is has landed. <laughs> don't tell David Crosby he's in town. He'll yeah, go to look him up and break his fucking knees.
0: You really will. Crosby I mean, will take a guitar across the yeah. face.
1: <laughs> or he would use his magic wand to turn him into a turtle. Is what he said. He did. It's say a little it. kinder than that. Yeah. Okay. I, um, you're right. I don't want
0: Crosby coming to me for slander. Or no, something. I don't want.
1: I don't want to ascribe violence to him. He's chill.
0: So Mitch McConnell is here, like, f- uh, wheedling his way into. I see what you did there. Yeah. He is. I hate him so much.
1: He's very. Fucking hateable. He's a fucking heinous person. Uh, He's currently, according to this article, as reported by Kyle Yeager on marijuanamoment.net, he is meeting with marijuana industry executives and um, scheduled to discuss cannabis banking issues uh, just weeks after the House of Representatives passed a bill to protect financial institutions that um, service state legal marijuana businesses from being penalized by federal. Um, legislators or regulators. But basically, yep, he's, he's, uh, I don't know. It just sort of fits into what Capetta was saying, uh, that he, he's forecasting.
0: So So where's the line for you though? Because we've talked on this podcast multiple times about, is it Boehner? fucking john boehner Mm -hmm. former speaker of the house Mm -hmm. who was like uh, totally against everything ruined people's lives and now because he can profit from it he's like hey let's go but for all of our coming at him and telling him to fuck off the same way i feel about mitch mcconnell we've also gotten a lot of messages from people who listen to this who are like he's a necessary evil for the greater good because it's a hand across the aisle to people who are in red states and totally anti-cannabis and this is this is the kind of thing where you kind of have to grit your teeth and be like fine Mm -hmm. i wish it wasn't you but okay i don't know how i feel though i'm i don't know where the line is for me between the greater good and what the policies are that he's trying to enforce
1: we support policies not people right so this is a policy if he is trying to actually legalize cannabis that i would support without supporting him like there you know you can uh, it's. I think my discomfort with the whole thing is the intention behind why you know they, they'd be doing it obviously for profit and possibly to obfuscate what's going on over there behind that fucking back door.
0: It's a fucking trump card. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. It so, is.
1: I don't know. We'll see. I mean, we'll just obviously we're following it closely and. We'll keep talking about it on here, and things are only going to keep heating up. I mean, we're in the last, can you believe we're in the last quarter of the last year of this decade? It's going to be a new decade in January.
0: Really? Yeah. It's Q4 of... Q... What? Q over? Yep. Holy shit. I have no idea. What else is happening in the lives of us?
1: I don't know. What's happening in your life?
0: In my life? Yeah. Uh, Nothing I can talk about until it drops. Whoa. But when it drops, happy to talk about it.
1: Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm pretty excited about a thing that we're doing that we can't talk about right now. Uh, Actually, two (laughs) things that have us going to cool places. Yeah. That are not California.
0: I like when things speak for me. You know? It's a really nice way, instead of me talking about it, I like when other things talk about it and then I can share what they say. It just feels better. It doesn't feel like I have to uh talk about myself ever because i don't that feels weird archie loves to talk about himself (laughs) archie's trying to
1: have a conversation about things right now young arch
0: young arch young young archie moo yeah um what is it you don't like the smell of this weed
1: oh yes well we here. i have something that you can spray for that
0: oh yeah i haven't tried this yet we spray some in my mouth check it
1: out hang on it's nice so Ooh, this what is, is that? It's veil, and it's um if you smoke weed in your house, which I do, um I've, we've actually smoked a lot of good weed in here the last uh, couple weeks. Um, it smelled very good after John Cavetta left here with the fucking fig farms. It was awesome. <laughs> I came in hours later, and I was like, oh yes, I like the way my home smells. But if you don't um want it to smell super smoky after you've smoked weed in your house, or I mean, I guess you could use this anywhere. Poop. But, yeah, no, I mean it's specifically designed for uh, cannabis smoke. So
0: cut that out. What? When I said poop. No, we're leaving it in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is in. Okay.
1: <laughs> so this is called Veil, and it's a spray that's designed for um, people who smoke weed. And they, they've actually like gone at it with a scientific... It's, it's, they've got something in here that will actually neutralize the terpenes.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah. That's and on, really cool. So
1: on, in here, it's got sweet orange, black pepper, and Virginia cedar. And the formula dismantles cannabis smoke on a molecular level, it says.
0: That's fantastic so it's not masking anything. No, like it's actually. called veil, but mm-hmm. at the same time it's actually like breaking down yeah. the compounds so that the smell is actually eradicated.
1: Yeah, I think it's sort of have you ever used um yeah. do you know wine away? No. It's that kind of amazing spray that you can, you know, if you spill red wine on the carpet, you can use this stuff called Wine Away and you spray it and it actually makes it disappear. It's crazy. No it shit. doesn't cover, it. it lifts it out entirely. It's a magical fucking thing that I've used a million times. I feel like this is the sort of weed away.
0: Weed away. Weed away. That's but so great. It's called great.
1: Veil and you can check them out at com. and I like, the, I like the way it smells a lot.
0: And we should also say Veil is spelled V-E-I-L. Yeah. So it's not V-A-L-E.
1: Nobody spells veil v e a. Doesn't Colorado
0: spell it veil?
1: But that's a that's a geographical location, like over hill, over dale, over valley, and Vale.
0: Yeah, veil. Uh huh.
1: I think is like a dip in the landscape.
0: So don't spell it like the dip is all I'm trying to say.
1: <laughs> but this is like a veil that you would pull over your face the day you're going to get married. Right. Right.
0: V e i l. Yeah. I'm not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that you're, you're dismantling all the other veils out there that it could be misconstrued for.
1: Sweet veily high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> to no avail. Um. This wow, is called, Mike. Come on. Come on. This stuff's great. Thank you for sending this to us, Veil vale Team.
1: It's so nice. Yeah.
0: Spray for good smells. Smellveil.com. Um,
1: yeah. Noah and Spencer, are the the masterminds behind it.
0: That's what's up. Yeah. Thank you, Noah and Spencer. Oh, I did remember there is one thing we can talk about. What's up? We can talk about the videos we're dropping for Gold Leaf. finally. Oh, man. So right?
1: fun. Check them out. You can go to Facebook or our Facebook page or YouTube. The title of the uh, vid is Weed and Grub Make Blueberry Cobbler.
0: <sighs> so delicious. So dangerous. No, I don't want to say dangerous, <laughs> just so fucking fun. Yeah, it yeah. was
1: really stony fun. Um, we had such a great time making them with Michael Walker from Tender Friends. And, Another great podcast. Oh my God. And we are indeed them using the Goldleaf Cannabis Culinary Companion, which is so great because you can keep all of your notes in there about, you know, how you're infusing your butter and then working out your recipe and fine tuning it so much fun
0: so please go watch the video we're going to be posting a lot of clips of it from our on our igtv and instagram and it's on our youtube that we just created and it's on facebook the one thing i will say about the gold leaf culinary companion is thank god you wrote everything down in it because (laughs) yo when that cobbler kicked in and we shot that second video that's coming soon yo thank you for telling me how to follow a recipe
1: grub fried rice while super fried It was an experience I really had some serious water drinking issues <laughs> where I needed to hydrate
0: hardcore. Yeah, it'll be real funny since Michael Walker's editing it as well if yeah. there's like these continuity issues with your water glass because it keeps going <laughs> empty to full per shoot, like per cut.
1: Oh, it was so good. I need to get but like... St- kind of like up my water game i feel like because i've been drinking a lot of flavored lacroix but we were over uh, at gabrus's house recently recording an app of high and mighty with him and he had remember he had like that yeti what was like full of cucumber slices yeah do you have like a special water thing that you like to do because i feel like everyone in california that like alkaline water or like you know f- these all these flavored special waters
0: yeah what do you do i love to fill something like um you know you have that soda stream bottles Yeah. I love to fill that with water and just chug it because it's like. Good for two full chugs. Yeah. And that feels really good. Like I love a full belly when Flavors, I chug water. Though, I mean, oh, what do you mean? Flavors?
1: Yeah, like cucumbers or blueberries uh, or mint or you don't like putting anything. No,
0: in not unless there's vodka. Then give me that lemon oh. slice. Okay. That's about it. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Otherwise, no, I am not for flavor I love LaCroix. I don't know if it hydrates you or not, but I love it. It feels good. I and feel like it's good for you. Why would you? i looking your... at
1: the can and it says innocent on it.
0: Alright, well, why would it lie? I don't know. <laughs> why, wh- why
1: would marketing ever lie? Marketing As is, are all true,
0: right? Yeah. Yeah. Think differently. Yeah. Duh. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you put in your water? What's your dream scenario?
1: Currently, I am uh, just jealous of everyone else's water. I don't have my own water technique. Yeah. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to drink more. I know that much.
0: Get it. Make yourself dewy.
1: <sighs> Doing it.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, the last thing I want to say about Gold Leaf and the videos mm. is um, that you should... Honestly, you should check out Goldleaf's Instagram too. Like ours is pretty wacky, wild, and crazy. And theirs is very clean and pleasing and calming to me. Yeah. And they've got a really cute dog on there right now for their um for their jotter. So, you know, I'm just happy to be doing stuff with them. Yeah. And it's a really nice partnership.
1: They make such cool stuff. So you can check them out at shopgoldleaf.com or follow them on Instagram at goldleaf minus the O.
0: Which you will hear more about in the very top of this <laughs> video we just dropped. Goldleaf. Gah. Um,
1: We have such a good guest this week I'm so excited to intro her But first we should do Buds of the Week right? Let's do
0: them Buds of the Week
1: Well I would like to shout out uh, Some past guests as uh, my Buds of the Week We've got uh, that high couple Just celebrated their first year anniversary They got married a year ago um, Alice and Clark are so fun. We have a great episode with them uh, where they talk about how they ate 1,000 milligrams uh, for their YouTube channel, That High Couple. I think they're on um, High Times TV now as well. I'm not sure. If
0: yeah. And Alice is uh, working with G Pen. Yeah. She's running the social huge. media. so
1: cool. We saw her at Hall of Flowers. Just they're doing such cool stuff. They're so fun. Follow their Insta at That High Couple. And um, yeah, happy anniversary, you guys. They had the coolest sort of like. Their whole story, I mean, how they met, how they traveled to Iceland for their, you know, um, post-engagement. Like, they got engaged, and then they immediately went to Iceland, and they got married, and they went to the Azores on their honeymoon. They go all over the world. They do such cool things, and they're just the kindest, nicest people.
0: Very nice. I love being pals with people who live life to the fullest. Yeah. That's what's up. Happy anniversary. My Bud of the Week is actually a very cool instagram called wiser family farms oh you know them
1: yeah yeah
0: so um thanks to zoe wilder they brought alex to a glazed Mm -hmm. and i got to meet alex and he's an amazing dude and then i learned that he has a family farm and it's excuse me some of the best produce in the land Mm -hmm. like i would say all of the land so he's giving produce to the best restaurants best chefs everywhere and so i checked out the instagram it's called wiser family farms w-e-i-s-e-r family farms holy shit! i've never seen a sexier cantaloupe like what you know what I'm saying (laughs) like it's that kind of stuff like give me all of these sexy foods look at this squash look at this green pepper look how green that is
1: oh my god wow the cubanelle Mm -hmm. I've never even heard of that kind Mm -hmm. of pepper I wonder Mm -hmm.
0: wow so if you're looking for some produce porn Mm -hmm. go to wiser family farms and Mm -hmm. get involved because he makes some of the most delicious food and some of the best chefs in the world use it so if you need a better cosine than that sorry there is none That's it. That's it. That's it.
1: Alex Weiser.
0: Yes. Nice. Yeah. Great hang. Great dude. Good buds of the week.
1: Great buds of the week.
0: Who's our V.I.B.? Very important bud.
1: V.I.B. is Katie Compa. Yeah, yeah. Katie Comfa is just the fucking best. I met her in New York a long time ago. She's so fucking funny. I've been following her comedy for a really long time and she just put out her first album. It's called Hard Pass. Um, The first time I ever kicked it with her was on the Beach in the Far Rockaways and she introduced me to a PAX. I've never seen one. She's just like she's knows what's up in comedy and weed. She's smart. She's funny. She's cool. She's dry.
0: Love a dry. Yep. Love a dry. <laughs> and you went and saw her show. I did, yeah. She performed on Women Crush Wednesday, which is a hugely popular show here in L.A., and she crushed. Yeah. That was simple as that.
1: Fucking great. It was so great to reconnect with Katie here in L.A. after knowing her in New York. Uh, check out her album. You can check her out on uh, katiecompa.com, and we talk all about all of that and more in this awesome, fun episode. Nice! Yeah! (laughs) Little flappy snaps and water drops to introduce our friend Katie Kampa. Magical butter. Magical butter.
0: How much fun is that?
1: Magical butter is the best machine for making all of your edibles at home.
0: Let me ask you three questions. Okay. Can I make infused chocolates? Yes. Gummies? Yes. Tinctures? Yes. Oils? Yes. Butter? That
1: was five. (laughs) (laughs) And yes, and you can buy magical ghee from MagicalButter.com and that's Whole30 approved and compliant so you can infuse your own ghee and then still be on your Whole30 diet.
0: Ooh, that sounds... I'm actually thinking about doing Whole30 again.
1: Well, you should get your Magical Butter machine and get that ghee going.
0: Get that ghee going. Get that ghee
1: going. MagicalButter.com <laughs> Use promo code weed and grub at checkout for 20%
0: off. And check out their Instagram because it is the sexiest food pics I've ever seen. So go to magi- at MagicalButter and peep it, follow it, like it, fave it, comment
1: <laughs> lick it like it love it they're good vibes all day good people doing good things magicalbutter.com use the promo code weed and grub at checkout give them a follow and make your own edibles at home man why don't know not what goes into them and it'll feel so good yeah
0: that should be their tagline yeah magical butter
1: you know what goes into it and then you feel good <laughs> magicalbutter.com promo code weed and grub at checkout will get you 20% off <laughs> Oh, my Archie's
2: asleep with his head on your phone? Yeah, I put it there. <laughs> and then he laid back down, yeah. He's
0: <laughs>
2: like, miss you too, bud. <laughs> oh, sweet. My
1: little guy. When do we start?
0: Um, I just need to finish doing my sure. time. Sure. No, you're a health freak.
1: I like doing ASMR.
0: <laughs> Everyone, she gets a lot of DMs from people asking, hey, would you say like these food terms into the microphone? It's <laughs> very, you have a very like Is it ASMR? Mm. It's like food porn sex voice. Huh.
2: Just to, like to food hired. fetish.
1: I'm trying to get hired by companies who want me to say like <laughs> juicy beef brisket <laughs> <laughs> for money. <Yeah. laughs> you should just start
2: a Patreon. Oh, <laughs> that's, a that's
0: a great idea!
1: Like a dollar. And put them on Spotify,
2: and then you can get royalties off Spotify.
1: <laughs> wow, you know how to fucking work it. <laughs> that's brilliant.
0: Okay. That's so good, and then but if it's like it's like a dollar for three words. You oh, know, that's
1: very expensive.
0: A dollar. To hear you say juicy beef brisket?
2: That's, I mean, that's cheap. Yeah. Really?
1: You would pay a dollar to hear me say juicy beef brisket? I mean, you're giving it away for free right now, (laughs) (laughs) aren't (laughs) you? We decided uh, on the last podcast that you were going to dance naked for money in Vegas.
0: True. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like a dog. You know how dogs can shake? Like if where I, their
1: skin twists when they shake. Yeah. Yeah. If I can, can do master
0: that? that for my whole body, I would just stand <laughs> naked in Vegas and be like, I shake like a dog.
2: I'm only seeing like CGI when I try to picture that. Like the flappity. Yeah. That would be great. You're just in like a green screen suit. Like
0: that would be a good Vegas uh like not a grift, like a like your shtick is if you wear a mocap. And you just stand with a green screen and then you be whatever they want you to be for like three bucks and Wait, they can what are take you a, like a, a green screen like suit. a green screen suit what and did then you call it though? like mocap which is like oh. uh, motion capturing oh mocap. Oh, yeah okay. Biz terms over there i was just
2: smiling and nodding <laughs> <laughs> that'd be a good
0: vegas like shtick though you you can be you'll be whatever they want you to be and then they can like do whatever they want with your green screen picture in vegas would that be fun or bad? I'm not I don't know. seeing
2: it. Like, what What do they do with it? Just a souvenir photo? Yeah. What? Like, do they need us there then? Why don't they just do a green screen and like a oh, cutout? Wait, yeah, yeah. what
0: are you doing? You're like acting something out? Yeah, I was like pretending I'm a dragon for them. And, like Or like, you know, stuff like that. And then they can go Photoshop it in Vegas. I feel like
1: the
2: Photoshop is where the money is in that scenario
0: oh know. you're right because then i, I Cause should you, if the you're work. just a
2: green if you're like fully green on a green screen you don't exist <laughs> <laughs> it's a very high concept
1: yeah. very high concept everyone really walks
0: away i mean
2: i'm not saying you couldn't sell it in vegas i think it could be a hit it
1: sounds more like whitney biennial <laughs> to me quite frankly <laughs> <laughs> So great. Yeah, it's very Marina Abramovich. Totally. <laughs> oh. I could great. see you at the moment, man. It was so cool. He was in a mocap suit in front of a green screen. <laughs> it,
0: it's like he wasn't there. It was super deep. <laughs> yeah. Do we exist is what he was saying. <laughs>
1: or is it a simulation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm <into> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh shit.
0: Cool. Well, thanks for making my idea better. <laughs> Honestly, really appreciate the support. Truly, you know? Um, <laughs> should we start? Yeah, I, th-
1: I feel like we did, but yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> we should...
0: Well, you got another carrot now. Oh, I wasn't sure it. what you're going to be doing no, with it. Let's start. <laughs> I just like I got called happened? out on my carrot. So. I don't want to put you on carrot blast. No, it's
1: okay. I'll just keep it for later.
0: <laughs> don't save. I'm sorry.
1: I'll eat it whenever I want to, man.
0: I know. And it's now fine. I feel like I'm impressing <laughs> carrot like restrictions on you.
1: I do feel restricted, but it's okay.
0: Okay. I'm sorry about that. Hi, Katie. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us. I'm today. happy to be hanging out. <laughs> yeah. This is a good hang so far. Yeah. This is awesome. Would you mind just kind of introducing yourself and telling people what you're about? And then we can dive right into the hard hitting questions.
2: Sure. My name is Katie Compa. I'm a stand up comic. And then I also do other stuff. I have a couple podcasts that are both on hiatus right now because, um, I am I have ADD <laughs> and uh, I still have a day job, you know, I'm not famous and I really enjoy that lifestyle <laughs> so far. And um, I'm from Washington, D.C., but I started comedy in the Bay Area and um my first album just came out. It's called Hard Pass, and I've been doing comedy for like eleven, twelve years at this point. So, where
0: can everyone it's, find Hard Pass?
2: It is on everything I think that I can think of. It's on Spotify. It's on iTunes. It's uh, it was number one on iTunes comedy for like a second. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, I got the a screenshot. screenshot? Yes. yes, I did. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> got you. I did. It was like me, Jim Gaffigan, and I was like, yes, because I like. I was I wanted all I, I wanted I was uh, driving everybody to iTunes purchases because I was like I want that fucking number one and I and it worked and I like can't believe it actually worked so Whoa.
0: that's huge
1: don't yeah. ever give up on your dreams man <laughs> seriously and then you up. know I just went
2: to Sweden on tour and it got to number thirteen overall in Sweden wow for like a minute
1: that's huge yeah number thirteen in Sweden is fucking cool I know and
2: it came out on the thirteenth and I'm totally like hmm maybe I maybe that's my like a number <laughs> ooh
1: do you believe in that kind of stuff
2: uh sure I mean yeah. I went to a psychic. I read my horoscope every day and like oh. several apps. So really? yeah, I am definitely um, cred- credulous. Is that the word? Yeah. I'll believe anything. Yeah. <laughs> as long as it supports my worldview.
1: Yeah. Credulous. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, so you believe the things that fit in what you already uh-huh. believe? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I
2: am such a Capricorn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: because you seem you're so grounded in such a realist and your comedy is so well,
2: i'm you know i'm uh libra rising so oh <laughs> wait do you know i actually funny? have no idea what that what means. does that mean <laughs> oh, no, i was yeah. like what
1: uh i um you have a podcast about well can you say what your two podcasts are yes one is
2: called the shade of it all and it's um it's a rootcast pod race for rupaul's drag race and it's a recap podcast for rupaul's drag race and we only do it when the show is on and even then, we are not that dependable. <laughs> um, we're trying to do UK because UK just started, but we oh have to like God. do an app subscription. And I'm just like, I am away until Sunday, and I just <laughs> cannot right now. So, um, but I think we are going to record something for for UK. And then uh, my other podcast, which is on hiatus, is called Kid Life Crisis, and it's about deciding whether or not to have kids. Mm-hmm. And my co host has two kids, and. Actually, the younger one just started pre-K, so I think now we can start scheduling podcasts. <laughs> like yeah. I think we have a shot, but generally, when somebody has a kid, you just cannot schedule things. Yeah, unless they're rich.
1: Which is why none of us have children? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, you talk about that on your album. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, pretty extensively. <laughs>
1: I mean, yeah,
0: <laughs> you've yeah. Th- you've just thought a lot about it.
1: Yep. I mean,
2: you know, I'm almost 40, so since since like. 33 hit. I've been like, "Oh my god." Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> Wait, what happens to you, women in their 30s for kids? Is it society or is it It's society. You? Yeah,
2: I think it's society. Really? Like once I society. once I made a decision, I was like, "Oh shit, I am chilling." <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if, I, if I decide not to feel bad about this, uh this is awesome. <laughs> like I um am, you know, I'm going to Sweden on comedy tour. Like I'm not doing that with a kid. Yeah. That's not happening. Yeah. So Um, And I, you know, I love my friends' kids. I like kids. I totally, like, in a different life would have probably been a good mom. But um, I am, you know, not feeling
1: like I'm missing out on something Mm -hmm. um, or whatever. So, Did you feel pushed into the, like, track when you hit 30? Like, I felt like I all of a sudden got pushed onto a track where I was then – doing the sort of like
2: I mean I've just spent so much of my life being single that when I like when I was younger I always assumed I would get married at like 27 you know and just Mm -hmm. like have like all the stuff the wedding and all that and then um I just was single for for like long stretches and it was like kind of better than when I was in a relationship like I was you know I had enough time to get to like build a good single life Mm -hmm. instead of just like being between relationships
1: yeah
0: Oh, to like know who you are. And yeah. so many people can just fucking, like do that. Just do
2: whatever I want, you know. Mm-hmm. Like go to bed when I feel like it, watch Netflix when I feel like it. Like just whatever. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I I know that that can, you know, when I if I meet somebody that I want to move in with, that's gonna be hard for me <laughs> to yeah. adjust to. So we well, just else. have separate places. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know,
1: or like at least separate rooms. <laughs> yeah. Two bathrooms. Yeah. Crucial. Two bathrooms would be tight. Yeah. I lived with someone for 11 years because we had two bathrooms. <laughs> <It was> amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what saved it? Well, no, it was actually, we only had the same bath, we, two bathrooms for like seven, seven of those 11 years. But, uh, it was awesome because his bathroom just slowly became the gross bathroom where all the cat mm-hmm. litter was mm-hmm. and like, and you could s- take, you storage. could take shits in there, but he mm-hmm. could not
2: take shits in your bathroom. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, we showered in my bathroom. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. It was, just, it was like saved it for so long. Yeah. Yeah, my bathroom. Like, maybe too nice. long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Quite, quite possibly.
0: <laughs> so, uh, uh, thank you for instructing me about the two-bathroom strategy of, like, yeah. ha- maintaining a healthy relationship with someone. I mean, it's a, any,
2: any roommate arrangement. If you have your own bathrooms, it's, like, yeah, really chill. <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you have a roommate?
2: Uh, not right now. I only have one bathroom. So... <laughs> I mean, I think taking a shower is like honestly a lot of work. And if you expect me to do it every day, you should think again. (laughs) I love your joke about how you're an animal in the bedroom. Thank you. (laughs) Because what are you? I'm a sloth. I want to lie there and be adorable while you feed me mangoes and I go to sleep yes. <laughs> what an animal yeah <laughs> I can just
1: picture like you lying in your bed being fed mangoes by someone and then the narrator like and this is a Katie Compa in her natural habitat also like have you ever seen like a,
2: a sloth move quickly like they just like re- it takes it's like a slow motion video when they yeah. move that's 100% sex with me <laughs> I'm like good night. <laughs>
1: Awesome. <laughs> um, can we talk about when we met?
2: Yeah, totally. Do you
1: remember the day we met? It was at the beach? Yes. Yeah. And you had a PAX.
2: I did have a PAX, and yeah. I was like,
1: what the fuck is that? And you were like, weed technology. And I was like, what? <laughs> I'd never seen one before. Yeah. That was so cool.
2: Um. Yeah, I uh, Yeah. I think uh, Laura Mall introduced me to the PAX. And I was like, OK, I need one of these fucking immediately. Yeah. And uh, I went to, there's a smoke shop in the West Village on Christopher Street, right next to the duplex, um, which is where i recorded my album and it's like the best smoke shop in new york i mean they can't sell you know anything for real but they have i've bought i've lost several packs. so mm. when i buy them again that's where i buy them
1: wow yeah i should sponsor you i know seriously Just send you free packs. yeah
2: yeah true true
0: on a tour
1: yeah, yeah. oh that'll be fun yeah pax comedy tour yeah fuck yes
2: um and uh yeah so uh that was like a barbecue and when was that like
1: so, like a super long
2: time ago. Yeah, I was. I want to say because I moved five? here
1: three years ago, mm-hmm. and it was at least two years before that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's right. Five, mm-hmm. six years ago, that sounds right. Um, and then yeah, like I visited you in your cool apartment in Queens, and mm-hmm. that's how you perform. Wait, in New you York. were like kicked off a bus at LaGuardia. Oh, holy shit! Was that that? Oh, wow, floating, bubbling, bubbling up. <laughs> I think in fact I had Archie with me. Yeah, and I had taken a bus from your place, because public transportation in New York. What? I didn't have to drive back then. It was so fucking great, and I missed so much. (laughs) So I got on a bus to go from Queens to Brooklyn, which is horrifying. Yeah, I mean, anyone trying to get from Queens to Brooklyn by bus, just don't take the subway. Mm. I don't know why I was doing it. Um, But yeah, the bus got, it was like a new bus driver who took a wrong turn and drove into LaGuardia and ended up on a runway.
0: (laughs) holy shit.
1: And we were all on the bus, and we were like, oh, I think you missed the turn.
2: <laughs> and then, like, just, On like, the other <laughs> hand, I am
1: on the 742 to Dallas, so. <laughs> it was so fucking funny, because yeah, we just ended up on the fucking, and everyone on the bus, you could like, a New York crowd on a bus, like they're going to be like super chill until shit goes really wrong. And then they're like, yo, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. You know you missed the turn. Everyone has something to say. <laughs> oh my god. And then, then we like had to wait for a police escort who like came and got the bus off the runway and then sent another bus to pick us up and then I don't even remember how I got home but that's right I remember texting you and being like
2: I feel like you came from the from that but I think you from the bus to my place okay because you told us when you when you got there and I was like what (laughs) you're like are you making this up (laughs) no not that just like huh like how fucking literally is that possible
1: (laughs) just felt really really crazy yeah. yeah Very that exciting. that wrong turn shouldn't be possible to take, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But Laguardia is just like a parking lot in the middle of
2: Queens. Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing. True. Yeah. Oh, I took the bus uh, over to West Hollywood today.
0: Ooh,
1: nice. Yeah. It's L.A. buses totally different. It's an experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I lived here for three months without a car and tried to exclusively do public transportation, and it was so no, interesting. no, 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 <laughs> no. It
2: didn't work. Public transportation supplemented by cars. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I. I got in a car accident. I like took a right and took somebody's bumper with me.
1: (laughs) Oh no. Here.
2: Yeah. Like three visits ago. I don't know. It was like it was a few years ago. But um, I definitely still do not like driving here. So. Yeah.
0: Did you leave a note?
2: Uh. He was right there. So.
0: (laughs) No note needed.
2: No one was in the car, by the way. It was stationary. (laughs) Oh fuck. But he was like, uh, that was me. (laughs) I'm like, okay. Then I was like, what do I, I would never been in a car accident because I live in fucking New York. (laughs) Like, so I'm like on the phone with the rental company. I'm like, what do I do? She's like, just act like, do it like you would do in a normal car accident. I'm like, I don't know. What What does
0: that mean? Go, go, go. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah, Kick (laughs) them and run. Oh yeah. That's the first time I did that. That's definitely what I did. I just was like, (laughs) ah, and took off. (laughs) (laughs) You did really? Yeah. Yeah, It was my neighbor's car. Did they find out? Yeah. My mom made me go tell them.
1: Oh God. (laughs) Yeah. Have you ever had a smash-up?
0: I totaled two cars. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. The first one, I was in high school. And I'm actually going to blame the um, driver's teacher instructor people because they need to teach you how to drive with your knee while packing a bowl and listening to tool <laughs> and if they don't then you're not going to be good at it <laughs> well you
1: should just you get a practice tesla. on your own time yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I was on in a tesla when someone just took his hands off the wheel and rolled a joint and it was fucking amazing and really? it just drove itself yep what the fuck that's it was, amazing it was crazy cool yeah had the goal wings
2: did you guys know, um, you know, when you have to go to an, into a website and they're like, prove you're not a robot and then you have to pick up pictures of bicycles and shit. Yeah. yeah. That's all for self-driving cars. Oh,
1: what?
0: Go. What are you talking about? We're
2: like finding the bikes for them so that they can find bikes when they're driving. Yo. Those traffic,
1: because it's always yep. traffic lights? Yep, and storefronts, oh. signs.
0: I'm doing homework for science? For robots. For robots? Homework?
1: Oh my god, you've been pressed into service. You're already working for them! <laughs> yeah, like this is all, all
2: our friends who drive for Lyft are not going to be driving for Lyft, because the cars are going to be driving for Lyft. I don't know, if, like I am really, I mean, I am totally down with self-driving technology, because I went and test drove a car with my mom, and I was like, OK, I see the future. And it is either self-driving cars, or it's me. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yo. Uh, Wait. C- but can it's we, scary. but tech conspiracies, yeah. Yeah. yeah?
0: Um, so every time I'm hitting a stoplight, that data is somehow being used for self driving cars so for that, AI, for yeah. AI, and all <laughs> I'm trying to do is like get Chinese food delivered to me in a reasonable mm-hmm. amount of time because mm-hmm. I'm hungover
2: or like
1: log into something, you
0: yeah? Know? Yep, holy fuck. Yeah. my yeah.
1: synchrony bank payment just yesterday,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, wow. Um I wish I was angrier. It, <laughs> I know. Do you know what I mean? You're yeah. not mad about it? Oh, a small part of me is like, yeah, I hope I'm wealthy enough and still around to be able to enjoy not doing that. Yeah. Mm. Real talk. Like, I, I am, I'll be curious what the economy looks like in 50 years. I mean, it is
2: work. And it's like, this is a capitalist economy, so we really should be paid for the work instead of just getting into a website that we're
1: trying to get into. <laughs> oh,
0: that is true. When the computer makes you an intern yeah. for it. Mm-hmm. Mm, good point.
1: Do you believe in other conspiracy theories? Or I guess that's not a conspiracy theory. You just told us the truth about that, right? It's a theory, yeah. (laughs) That's the difference, MJ. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Clear. Uh,
2: Yeah, sure, but it's like a conspiracy theory, you know, theory-to-theory basis. It's like, I'm not like, conspiracy theories are all bunk, or Mm. some of them are Can I ask you a question
0: based on your album, based on that? Mm -hmm. Do you think people, uh, uh, sometimes uh, uh, Mary Jane and I get into these arguments where I think people are doing like devious things or are 10 steps ahead. And she's like, I think you're giving people too much credit. I think nobody is thinking that far ahead and making these chess moves that you believe they are. I, they're just like freewheeling. People
1: are too stupid for a deep state. Yeah, (laughs) Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: exactly. But your album is so kind of like thoughtful and like, like you cover a lot of angles when it comes to certain things so that you are not like, so you're, you're very thoughtful in your album which Thank is you. like why I think it's so funny one of the reasons but I also want to know like do you think people are chess players or do you think we're all just like insane people out here running um, around
2: definitely much more of the latter yeah. but some of the some of like yeah some of those insane people are chess players okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's fair like it does happen
0: yeah yeah
2: but it's probably not everybody you know a lot of people are just like fucked up and like can't just can't function you know the way that you're like but this is how a normal person should function they just I'm yeah. not gonna do that and
1: hmm. you see you see a strategy in their insanity oh and I'm like, I am like, no it's... they're just crazy there are definitely yeah. people
2: out there who try to control everything and try to control other people mm-hmm. and that um, is... and some are successful yeah most and that is not my type no <laughs> <laughs>
0: do you do you get do you smell them do you, do you feel red flags
2: uh yeah for sure yeah I've been in therapy for a long time so is I that also... why your album so maybe hilarious? I mean definitely probably part of it yeah I mean you know it's i this particular therapist I've been seeing pretty much like six months after I moved to New York I found her and then she moved to San Diego first she moved to somewhere in the south I think Texas no anyway she moved somewhere and it didn't work out so she moved back to New York and I was like that's right (laughs) 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 and now she lives in San Diego but I'm totally you know she was like so if you want to like find another therapist and I was like I don't know if we have discussed my abandonment complex to this extent but like you are not leaving me like we have Skype (laughs) so we Skype <laughs>
0: nice yeah that's awesome that's that sounds uh, super healthy actually
2: it was good i mean it's mostly good it's just like the only other thing was like my swedish boyfriend we like couldn't see each other very often so that was all on skype oh. so i was just on skype for like two very meaningful relationships you know it was like
1: did you feel like you were in like lot the of fifth computers. element or something yeah, yeah. it's
2: kind of it is kind of black Mirror. yeah it's definitely like i don't know when you when you're like physically with the person that you're like just seeing on screen, you're like, oh my God, TV came to life. You, you know? see like
0: a chip rise up yeah. off screen. Just like, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, like, the movie they were watching unpauses in the background. Yep. And you're like, are you watching Braveheart? What are you doing right now? What is this?
1: Um, can I ask you about the abandonment? Because your dad left you at a softball game. Oh,
2: that's true. Yeah. I mean, also before that, my grandmother would like leave me at home while she took my sister grocery shopping because she didn't want a baby and a toddler at the grocery store, which I get.
1: Yeah. But I was also
2: like three years old, home alone. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And my mom told me that when she was a baby, um, she would go down for her nap and then my grandmother would leave and she taught her to dial the phone. Wow.
1: (laughs) She was like one and a
2: half and she would just call on the phone. Man. and be like mama <laughs> you know I don't know maybe she talked she was pretty smart
1: <laughs> she was different back then my mom yeah. told me that she used to just balance me in this seat on the bicycle that didn't have any straps or anything and she and she told me this is a fun story she's like you were so good you just sort of like sat you know in a way where you didn't fall out and you were always so good and I was like what <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah I was a baby like
2: you're you're lucky <laughs> is what I'm hearing yeah
1: <laughs> yeah <It's laughs> so nuts wait can i
0: pimp you into telling the story about the man in the tree
1: the man in the tree yeah oh the, well uh yeah i mean i yeah i was home alone like as we were as latchkey were you a latchkey kid uh no i went to after school
2: ah. my mom my parents no my mom was a latchkey kid and she was like they gotta be supervised. <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> wait are because you have a sister mm-hmm yeah, so they needed sister, to keep yeah. an eye on the two of you because you would get up to some trouble.
2: Yeah, I think so. I think we probably would have. Yeah. I mean, as I was a pretty goody two-shoes for like a long time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was, I was a solo kid, so I didn't get into too much trouble, so mm-hmm. I could just sit and watch TV after yeah. school. My parents trusted that I'd be fine. And the story of this <laughs> was that I was home alone, and all of a sudden I heard something behind me, and I turned around, and there was a man standing in the doorway, and he was just looking at me standing in the doorway and I looked back at him and I said can I help you and he looked like disheveled and I remember his eyes were red but I didn't know what that meant and anyway I he left after a few minutes what the fuck like an hour later my mom came running in the door scooped me up and like grabbed me and took me to a room and shut the door and she was like stay in here and the cops swarmed the place and this guy had been like an escaped um convict what who (laughs) and I was like oh I saw him he was in the house and my to this day my parents don't believe me that I saw him they didn't, they didn't want to believe that like this dude had actually Holy broken into the shit. house and been like feet away from me. And I would actually like spoken to him. They were like, no, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. But yes, it did. Mm-hmm. And
0: I'm Stand fine. Stand
1: in your truth. I mean, <laughs> yeah. And I live I mean, I'm fine. He yeah. didn't do anything to me. Mm-hmm. So. What right. was he
2: convicted for? Hanging I don't out. Know. Robbery? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Like larceny? I mean, what kind of crime? Like who was, who was
1: the victim? You know, because yeah. was a banker. White collar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, he's like mortgage lying or something.
1: I did have a friend who got jailed for check fraud. Oh yeah, and then he came out with a prison tattoo, and I was like, "Dude, <laughs> 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 like a stick and poke back before that was a thing and on I purpose." D- yeah, like nobody held him down. Yeah, no, like, you know, <laughs> like. Went to jail. And did him. he really
2: get a prison tattoo? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, <no.
1: laughs> I I don't know, but yeah. I was like, why would you? Yeah he, was, yeah. he he went away for like six months, came back all tatted up, and we were like, uh <laughs> There are choices <laughs> in life.
0: <laughs> Fuck.
1: Yeah. That's why I don't have any tattoos. Because <sighs> I've never been to prison. <laughs> 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 It's the only tattoo parlor. <laughs> you have tattoos, Mike.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Want to tell some jail stories?
0: I don't. I've, man, I'm scared of jail. Mm,
1: me too. Yeah, totally. Real okay. Talk.
2: All right. Um, I'm just deciding whether I'm allowed to talk about this or not, but my, I will talk about it. So my Swedish ex uh, went to prison in Sweden like Whoa. while we were together because he had been busted for something. Then we met. Then he had like a, two years or something to serve a sentence or a year or whatever. You can pick when you go, by the way. Wow. Yes. And um, I was totally like, well, obviously, we'll break up when he goes to prison. And then he was like, I will write you letters from prison. And I was like, never mind. We are not breaking up. I'm getting letters from prison. <laughs> 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 and I did get letters from prison. And uh, yeah. And uh, Swedish prison is basically summer camp. Like, he had his own room. He got to bring his PlayStation and his guitar. Whoa. Yes. Yes. anything without a hard drive you can bring had his own room with a key
1: wait that he could
2: lock yeah (laughs) that's not prison yeah
0: that's unbelievable I mean
2: there are murderers there so I think that's probably the most prison like aspect of it but it was like three meals a day they were catered catered meals you know whoa and I was just like what the fuck (laughs) we need to all go commit crimes in Sweden (laughs) because also I think women's prison in Sweden is probably pretty sweet you know
1: (laughs) yeah what's your deal with prison you talk about Russian prison on your album yeah, well,
2: <laughs> Russian prison camp? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't really see where I fit into the, you know, United States of Russia aside from prison camp. <laughs> that's that's where I'd be.
1: <laughs> Do you watch Killing Eve? Uh yes. Love it. Hot. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it, Mike?
0: I haven't seen it yet.
1: Yeah, there's some pr- it's prison so shit in there good. that's so fucking good. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. yeah.
2: Russian. Like, women's prison, no. Swedish women's prison, I feel like I would probably come out with some, like, pretty good friends and we would keep in touch, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely.
0: What is Sweden like?
2: Uh, It's, like, very practical, but the drug laws are, like, crazy and culturally...
0: Wait, crazy good or crazy, like, tight? Tight. Okay.
2: Like, I mean, you heard what I just said about prison. It's, like, so liberal with that. Yeah. But, like, they consider cannabis and heroin to be, like, the same grade drug there. Yeah. Even the young people who will, like, come oh. to L.A. and, like, you know, get high here. But then they go back to Sweden. and They're like, we don't do that here because it's for addicts, you know.
1: Wow. Yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, and it's the, like, they consider it a problem to that extent. Like, if somebody is, you know, I don't know how, what they do with drug testing over there. But uh, anyway, it's really frowned upon. Like. Yeah. Even Even, like, finding a young person that smokes weed that isn't, like kind of already on the fringe is <laughs> like kind of weird you know
1: wow did you smoke weed when you were there
2: i brought a vape pen Mm-hmm. um and then like there is weed i know there are, are people there who have it you know yeah i
1: know there are people who listen to this pod yeah. actually and mm-hmm. in sweden and norway who like write, and, and- you can
2: like yeah. order yeah. it
1: off the dark web
2: whoa have yeah. you done that uh i have not but i did like go through the steps because
1: my swedish boyfriend that's how he got it a lot of the time so
0: dark so
2: you were web? like your
1: hand was pressed pressing like hovering Jesus yeah, Christ. I almost. You know did what I'm it. To i almost say. did it. It was like
2: my account didn't finish setting up, and otherwise, I would have probably. I don't know. I don't know. Would I have done it? You know, I have. I I had to go to BedStuy for. I mean, I still
1: have to go to Bedsty occasionally for weed, which yeah. is like a trip. You what's know? happening in New York right now? Like, what? How? What's the feeling there with like um, weed? I, th- or? I
2: think it's like legalization is coming soon, mm-hmm. and you know we're just like waiting for it. But mm-hmm. in the meantime, everybody's like. The, I went to Great Barrington, Massachusetts over the summer, and that's the closest dispensary to New York City. So they yeah. frequently have a two-hour wait.
1: Whoa! So
2: I went with my friend, and that was like I think we waited 35 minutes to get in. Yeah. Um, what was it like? It was like a regular dispensary. Like it's cute. It's called Theory Wellness, mm-hmm. and um, you know they have a, the line outside. You can like look at the menu while you're out there. They have a special line for medical, so you don't have to wait in the in the big line. Um, and yeah, when you go in, there's just like bud tenders, and you know it's not like it's not like MedMen where they have like video screens or anything like that, mm-hmm. or like little display samples, but
0: holy but shit
2: that's so cool
0: can i talk to you about your album for a second yeah absolutely or actually about i really your stand-up. do want to
2: talk more about <laughs> about the album well
0: again. um well it's it's album adjacent it's more just about your stand-up comedy because um we we have two very different styles on stage mm-hmm. um and i'm wondering if you ever one, three, three three questions okay. sorry to monopolize this mary jane <laughs> no, uh, it's okay. but i do have like things is like one is did you start in one type of style and try a bunch of them until you landed on this? The second question is, did you ever start with the way that you deliver it, but it was either too angry or it just wasn't funny and it was just too much fact and not enough comedy? And I how you and how you like <laughs> how you adjusted for that? Because it's like you write a fine line, like real talk, you write a fine line between like, whoa that was honest and, yeah. and then being like, well, I can't believe I'm laughing. Like <laughs> it's very cool and it's very difficult. <laughs> So yeah, those are my questions.
2: Okay. Can you repeat the first one? Yeah. I need to Did get you start
0: two. with like, you were like, maybe I'm a one-liner person or like, I should uh, do impressions no, or anything I like had, that. I had like,
2: I had my influences already because I didn't start until I was 27. So I was like already like big into Dave Chappelle. I was like following his career, like really, really tight. Mm. Uh, and... Um, Kathy Griffin, another one who like you know she's controversial, but her like early specials. I used to watch them in college. I remember like watching one while like while actively having sex. <laughs> I was
0: just like, wow. <laughs> Wait, you were like, let me get on top so I can like see like, the screen. Basically,
2: <laughs> it was like we were sideways, so it was fine. I could watch it either way, you know. <laughs> Did he know? I don't think so. I mean, maybe because I probably laughed. I probably was laughing. (laughs) Maybe he didn't know. Didn't we stop having sex? No.
0: (laughs) He's like, You like that? You're like,
2: (laughs) No, we were not big into talking at the time. (laughs)
1: Kathy was doing it for you.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
2: Wow. Like, her, it was her one about going to the Celine Dion concert with her best gays, which was, like, the first time anybody had called their gay friends their gays. That was it. Like, she did it, you know? Mm-hmm. Then it was, I, I say it all the time now. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw her at the wing recently. She did a talk. And she's, like, so fucking, like, under fire. Like, Trump supporters are just after her every day. Wow, still. Her security detail has to be, like, just, I don't know. I mean, I can't imagine how much she spends on security. <laughs> like, wild.
0: And, and yeah. appropriately so.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. Wow. Like a girl posted, she was, they had a and a at the end and she's like, I posted a picture of you and now my account's suspended. And Kathy was like, yeah, that's, that's how it, that's how it works for me.
0: Holy. <laughs> she posted oh, a yeah. picture
1: of her in her account got mm-hmm. suspended?
2: Yeah. Cause like followers of, you know, people hate follow her. So they all reported the post. Wow. Yeah.
1: That's nuts. I had no idea. Yeah. Wow.
0: Damn. So you love her.
2: Yeah, I, well I need to see her new movie. I mean it's like I haven't been following her as, as close as I but you know once you start doing comedy it's like hard to like fan fan out over people so much cuz you start comparing I guess or like you don't want to you don't want to like take on their you know
0: yeah, the same way so many people say like I can't watch Dave Chappelle, or not Dave Chappelle, <laughs> Dave Attell, because yeah, then I start right. doing the cadence of Dave mm-hmm, Attell, mm-hmm. And I just can't help it because he's yeah. so good. And
2: I think that's more what in my early days I was like getting out trying to do you know just imitating a voice that I admired instead of like speaking in my own voice, which I still am like, am I doing that? I think I am.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh,
2: yeah. So um, and in terms of things like things that are not funny, I have many things that are not funny for a long time, <laughs> and then finally. I'll be like, okay, I think I got it. Like the, I have a punchline about, um, dating, uh, only dating black guys. And like, the, like there are men in my life who, uh, there are white men in my life who understand what it's like to, you know, have people think, make certain assumptions that we can bring to the table based on how you were born, but they are also dating black guys. <laughs> uh-huh. And it was like, it took me fucking four years or something to find that punchline. Then <laughs> uh-huh. it was, it turns out it was right there, but, uh, it was, you know, it's like a journey sometimes, yeah. well, but I just kept like- trying it. It was like,
0: Mm-hmm. sorry to interrupt like no, because me. like until you find that punchline you're either getting cringes mm-hmm. or silence or people hear only yeah. specific words right and they're not actually like or they're like mad at saying. me for bringing it up you know totally <laughs> yeah. yeah all um, of
2: them I have a joke about uh, like Vikings and I found out it doesn't. this didn't make the album because I found out after but I found out that women are not allowed in Valhalla there are no women in Valhalla
1: what are they doing up <laughs> they there? they fight all day yeah
2: and then they drink mead out of like a cauldron okay and they like possibly drink blood or something, <laughs> out of like like from a tree or it's like there aren't real like even gross. any virgins in Valhalla. No, there's like there's another place called like Hem or something like that, and it's like where I think if you like if you get rejected from Hem, you go to Valhalla. I tried to look into the mythology of it, and I kind of got halfway through Neil Gaiman's Norse mythology, and then I was like, what happened? Um, <laughs> I got I to finish it when I get home. But the Loki stories are very good. Ooh, uh, nice, my favorite. Yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> he's, he's really. Got that X factor. Um, (laughs) Okay, so yeah. And then I definitely have done several sets where I just did like a straight joke-free info dump. (laughs) (laughs) And then I was like, sorry, guys. (laughs) I got to like go rewrite it. But it is like it's a lot. You know, when I come up with something like that, that's like there's so much information to process. It is hard for me to like just dial down and like get the jokes, you know, for each point
0: yeah well because I, I think it would be very easy not easy I think I think that it would be I could see somebody like sliding into just like woke trendy using slang terms to use them to try and reach people but your comedy's a little thin mm-hmm. you know and you don't go that route even though you're trying to express things that are culturally relevant
2: I try to actually like stay away from you know language of the time like i probably i don't think i say woke on the album and it's gonna like that term is gonna age you know yeah um i feel like it 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 is already i'm seeing it yeah there's it's like unless
0: i say it right like i mean that would be the only time that would still (laughs) like how how are you saying
1: it (laughs) you know You're so woke, Mike. Yeah. Right. You're that's a very important headed. ally. That's where it's headed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're super woke. Cool.
0: This has been a moment of neediness by Mike. Yeah. Anyway, where are you I starting? mean,
2: I, I definitely, like I say, I, I'm not out here yada yada. And I'm like, shit, that's such a like, you know, that's mm-hmm. something that I picked up that I started saying. And I try to like stay away from that kind of idiom that, that marks like when something was because I'm hoping that this album will age well, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't have any control over that. <laughs> but uh, I, I hope it, you know. Is like still true, still feels true in 10 years.
1: Well, I feel like Viking jokes are just gonna hold up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're right, I should only talk about ancient history. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's on a different serious channel yeah. than all the other guys. I'm just
2: gonna do like history conferences, you know? I mean, okay. I'll just have like a sweater coat collection and like
0: <laughs> character shoes. Will you send my elbow pads? Yeah. <laughs> you found a niche. <laughs> going a- to be made,
1: guys. Yeah, I'm just gonna get you a fountain pen with yeah. your name on it. Yes. <laughs>
2: I already broke my glasses. (laughs) I
0: would actually be curious to know like why after 12 years did you finally decide to record an album instead of at eight years or with some of my friends who were like, I just want to do it to do it at four years. I know I'm not ready, but I want to do a half hour. I want to put it down and then put those goddamn jokes away so I can like evolve.
2: um, I kind of did comedy for a long time. Just like, oh, some opportunity will come along and you know, take me to the next thing and then that clearly started to not happen <laughs> and uh I knew I wanted to do an album and then I just kind of like didn't move forward with it cuz I like had to ask for something and I hate that <laughs> um so then I took a goal setting class and that actually helped me like kind of crystallize it and actually do it and like take the steps to you know I had like an accountability partner every week and I had to like be like yes I What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait,
1: can you say more about the goal setting class? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Wh-
2: it's called the path and it's through capes coaching and um now she does it online i think because uh there's people from all over the country that do it and my friend one of my friends in san francisco just did it and he was like it's actually like i can't believe it works (laughs) but like it works yeah um so it's like a a lesson plan you know it's like a three-hour class every week and then you have homework but it's the the big activity is like you map out your goals for the year and then you kind of fill in interim goals Mm -hmm. and you take steps every month towards those goals. And you have like four tracks. So I had like uh writing, stand up, podcasting and like, you know, career just like management like getting getting a team together Mm -hmm. which i ended up being like never mind (laughs) I think think doing an album is quite enough thank you
1: well you and i were connected through your team which was so funny because we know each other personally we're like just friends and then i got this awesome email from your pr (laughs) asking if we'd be interested in having a katie compa on this and i was like what yeah Yeah. well i'm just gonna text her (laughs) so you do have a team yeah i mean i put money behind this
2: because i you know yeah i like i said when i got here i just like I am proud of it and I like cannot believe that I made something I'm proud of and like <laughs> want to tell people about, you know, so I was like, I have to actually like invest in this. So that was why I like, you know, I didn't make any money on that show that I did here at the Comedy Central stage, but I had a show at the Comedy Central stage to last, to launch my album. So Fuck yes. that's like worth doing <laughs> just to say I did it. That goal setting um, class sounds like... Yeah, it's really, really good. It's com I, I do like highly recommend it if you're a creative person. It's for... It's like specifically for creatives.
1: Do you remember the moment? Like, was there a light switch sort of light bulb moment when you felt like, oh, this is working? Like you achieved something or you, or you um, just felt different or...
2: Yeah, I mean, there were there were like a couple of moments like that where I just like did something that I've been putting off. They call it eating a frog. Like... If you're scared of something you have to like do it first thing in the morning if you eat a frog first thing in the morning nothing else will scare you you know
1: whoa i love (laughs) that yeah (laughs) so you're out here eating frogs yeah i
2: mean no i'm not good at eating frogs lately i have like there's you know it's like you you take the class there's like 12 people and you can kind of tell at the beginning like who's gonna be like working the steps or whatever (laughs) like Uh who's really gonna commit to it Uh um so and i'm you know most of us have done one of the at least one goal so uh and then i like i took a tv class like a pitching class for tv shows and i ran into two two other people who were in the class with me (laughs) you know like wow, great yeah yeah it's been it's been like it was just good to like have some place to show up to and like talk about what my goals were and that they that i you know Deserve to be able to talk about that and want it and stuff. Hell yeah! Wow.
0: Without it being like a friend or a family figure who's like, "Here's what you should do." Yeah, let me fix that for you. Yeah. and tell you what I wish I would have done mm-hmm. or what I worked for me. Yeah, or just
2: like I'm, you know, I am. You are accountable to me, but I'm also your friend, so like, not really. I'm gonna like let you do your bullshit at the end of the day. Like, I'm not responsible for you. <laughs> yeah. You know,
0: we're gonna eat potato skins. Yeah, so whatever.
2: Yeah, Ooh, potato skins. <laughs> I know. I'm <laughs> going what... so hungry. <laughs> Um, but I mean I mainly wanted to do an album because I like got the quitsies really bad and I was just like I need to like leave something if I'm gonna actually not do this anymore like I can't have just been wasting my time in bar basements in New York for you know almost 10 years at this point point. Um, and like I mean San Francisco before that I didn't I don't feel like I wasted time there I had a really good time there uh, but yeah I mean I was just like I gotta like do something to you know, commemorate this, and I also like think I have good material,
1: and that people should listen to me. It's so, so fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Thank Funk, you. Fuck
1: yes. Yes. Uh, do Do you feel um rege- regenerated? Rege- regenerated? Regenerated? Regenerated?
2: Uh, kind of. I mean, it's like now I have to write new material, and it's like I have I have like a couple of new bits, but in terms of like you know, it took me a long time to write all that material. I brought a lot of old jokes back for that, and so I really kept like the best stuff. Mm -hmm. And now I feel like I don't have any other material, which isn't true. I just only did the best material for the album. And
1: now I'm like, all my other material is garbage. I have to write all new stuff. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking great. And you have a show tonight at uh, the Improv.
2: I do, yeah. Women Crush Wednesdays. My friend Marcela Arguello runs it. She is, um, like, we started at the Brainwash Cafe in San Francisco together, Cafe Laundromat. Wow. (laughs) Yep. There was a ladies room mic there run by Caitlin Gill.
1: Caitlin. (laughs) Yep. Friend of the pod. One of our Mm -hmm. earliest guests, actually. Mm -hmm. She's the best. Yep.
0: We went to her place, and she cooked us a huge meal and showed her. She's
1: the best cook, man. Right? I, she was growing her own weed. Oh,
2: I, oh, yeah, yeah. In the bathroom, she has yeah. like a little fan stuff set up. Yeah, yeah I, had, I watered it. I house that for her last time I was here. Um, that was at her old place. But uh, yeah, she also was like, there's some lemon curd in the fridge if you want it. And I was like,
1: <laughs> what?
2: That was going to be gone when you came back, no matter what. So I'm glad <laughs> you told me I could have it.
1: <laughs> Fucking great. Yeah. Do you cook?
2: No. Oh, Kitchen is so small and, like, depressing to be in that I just, like, can't. I what just do you cannot.
1: do?
2: I order. I live in Astoria. There's so many restaurants. Yeah. It's, like, I have my Chinese place that I order from at least once a week. Mm-hmm. And it's not, I don't order Chinese food. I order fried chicken. And I order, like, steamed uh, vegetables and rice. Mm-hmm. Either broccoli or green beans. And then I and sesame noodles. And then I eat that shit for three days. And it's <laughs> okay. a good Mexican place and a good, like, falafel place. And between that, you know and the, I go to the wing during the day and they have like healthy stuff to eat so nice but it's a lot of buying prepared foods cuz it's like it's just me I'm not going to can't go to Costco
1: yeah I mean, I've done it. It's a bad, bad choice. Yeah. Going, really going to Costco choice. like by yourself yeah. is a really bad choice. It's a depressing choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't need a gallon of olive oil. Right. It's going to go bad before you can use it. Yeah. Before you die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alone. <laughs> yeah,
0: Cool. I had three meals of peanut butter pretzels again. Yeah. Uh, loved all those handfuls. And I <laughs> love
2: putting things in my apartment in New York, which is so full of spatula. Mine is. Mine is like full of closets, but you know. Yeah, i just like I'm not. I I did. I used the same deodorant for like three years because I went to Costco. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Wait, how big was it? It was it like, was like no, it was like deodorant? an eight pack
2: of, <laughs> oh. of sticks. <laughs> okay. you know? Just one giant deodorant. Yeah. It just. I mean, I don't know how long it really was, but it design. was like I just was like I. This doesn't even work anymore. I don't think. <laughs> like yeah. I think you're supposed to switch the brand occasionally, you know? Yeah, totally.
0: <laughs> uh, if you got a gig out here, what would that dream gig be?
2: Oh, I guess Veronica Mars. That would be the dream job. Nice.
0: Yeah. Oh, Never seen that like, either.
2: No. Yeah, they just had season 4 and they keep talking about season 5 and I I mean, yes, you, you guys haven't watched it, huh? Veronica Never Mars with Kristen Bell? Yeah.
1: Didn't it get canceled?
2: Yeah, and then it got revived. There was a oh. movie and I'm a Kickstarter backer for the movie, so she follows me on Twitter, which <gasps> is like super weird. You know, like every time I say anything, I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like me? No, I can't I mean I like cannot handle it. I can't even think about it.
1: <laughs> you know? Whoa. Yeah. I had no idea.
0: That's awesome. She's
2: never interacted with any of my tweets. I might be muted, but <laughs>
0: She probably has it. Is she even on it? Is it her? Yeah,
1: I think it's her. Is yeah. it? Oh, that's
0: exciting. Yeah. I love when it's actually the person mm-hmm. who's the person.
1: I only really know Kristen Bell from I Love the Good Place so much. Yeah. I fucking love that show. And also her sloth video. Yeah, I know. Which must be a sweet spot for you because it's sloths and Kristen I Bell. I know. I <laughs> know sweetest video
2: <laughs> yeah it's so cute and it is like she ha- you know she's like one of those people who are like I-, I think she's the real deal like I think she's not a monster <laughs> I-, I believe she is a nice person and yep. she was like that show meant so much to me I was like 24 when it came out mm-hmm. and I think she was like 23 I think we're about the same age um and it was just like that main character to have like a sarcastic girl who's also smart who's like solving problems i was like what and one of my friends who lived in france was like i just started watching this show veronica mars the main character really reminds me of you and i was like well yes i will marry you okay (laughs) i know you're already engaged but clearly (laughs) nobody would talk to me like that unless they wanted to marry me so
0: (laughs) here we are um
2: so seasons one two three were network tv and now season four is uh, for Hulu oh and I don't want to talk about it too much because that is just another podcast I like know a lot about it I can say a lot about it I have a lot of opinions about the new season Um, <laughs> we should not go into them now but <laughs> okay. I still love the show very much and I hope there is a season five
1: okay
0: it's all in the air now wow you've yeah. put it all in the air yeah. which is really cool I
1: feel like you're going to start a Veronica Mars podcast Um, I feel like there are three. Oh, really yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah but they're not the one <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's true you know you make a good point there's a yeah. podcast for everything I can't believe how many f- hummingbirds I've seen out the window isn't it lovely it's crazy this tree is- I feel like we're in a Disney movie <laughs> it's,
1: yeah it's great so I have a possum who lives in the backyard <sighs> there are raccoons and skunks all over the place gross. these hummingbirds are amazing wait which is gross um, all of it well raccoons and skunks for sure oh. possum you know He's depends pretty- on the <laughs> he just had babies another baby possum he just had babies she just had babies <laughs> Somebody had babies. <laughs> they had babies. Okay, they had babies. There are baby possums yeah. out there. Yeah. I don't know where they're from. That's cute. And you're not getting like a, like No. Hmm. Archie goes nuts. My dog barks at them, and Boba doesn't go outside. He would do murders. Um, <laughs> but the other night, I was sitting outside, so I have a little kind of outdoor back area, and I was sitting out there with Archie, and he went nuts all of a sudden. And I didn't see anything. No possums, no raccoons, no fucking anything. And then I turned around, there was a fucking owl looking at me. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Awesome. A big owl, that's
0: which is a harbinger
1: of you know something. I don't know. It was neat. Yeah, yeah was and then nice. it flew off, and they don't. You know, they're yeah. they're silent, and it just went like. And I was
0: like, whoa,
1: that's so cool. <laughs> it was neat. And I live like smack in the middle of the city. So yeah.
2: it's I love cool. sightings of animals. There's a lot of like urban coyotes in New York right now because the construction is like yeah. fucking everything
1: up for these urban animals. What construction in New York is yeah. fucking nuts, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Oh. And you know,
2: they lost Amazon. So now there's nobody to live in them. Which
1: Damn. Is- oh. Damn. And that's what happens. Yep. Iced. Now they're just going to be like, which I'm like, great. Fuck Amazon. Fuck Jeff Bezos. Get out of my town. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Jeff. He just took away uh, part time worker benefits. Yep. Really? Fuck nuts. Yeah, richest man in the fucking world. And did you know that the rich currently pay less tax? Like their tax bracket is lower than the poorest people in America.
0: I didn't know that. Yeah. How? Fucking awesome. Because they right? can hire lawyers and accountants who write they, the they make the laws. Write the laws. They write the <laughs> That's laws. That's why you
1: need to pay attention and vote. People. I'm totally
2: like I gotta go watch every George Carlin routine because it's like it's all fucking still true. Have you seen that video of him going around where he's talking about Andrew Dice Clay? This is mm-hmm. like back on the same topic of uh, of you know, like being PC or whatever. And it's like the same thing was going down with Andrew Dice Clay. And he's like, I actually don't think Andrew's like racist or sexist, but he's like playing to a certain segment of the population mm-hmm. who are white men who are threatened by those groups, getting any kind of power or ability to talk. It's just like, Oh cool. That was 30 years ago that he yeah. said that this was on Larry King, you know, like
1: it's fucking nuts. Yeah. That's
0: like, uh, I'll just straight up say it. Um, like Shane Gillis from mm-hmm. SNL, mm-hmm. like the idea of just like SNL knew, I think all of that stuff. My, my I mean, yeah, this, and they been just been They were like, times. we need a fuck face. We, we need a fuck face to speak like, to a certain... And even s- if
2: this blows up in our face, at least, like, that, you know, whoever we, he was supposed to represent feels like we tried to represent them, and mm-hmm. he was, like, unjustly denied.
1: Great point.
0: That's, a, that's yep. it. That's <laughs> it. We talk, again, like, we've talked a lot about this to try and get to the heart of, like, what and, the like, feeling is. And, you know, is. I've
2: heard a little tea about that whole thing, and he apparently told somebody that... um like, you know, he was asked by Lauren to apologize. Personally, personal phone call from Lauren Michaels. Please apologize, and you can have this job. And he said, Louis CK and Dave Chappelle both told me not to. Oh, what?
0: I don't know if it's true or not, but the story is rich. Yeah, it's a great story. Yeah, don't apologize.
1: I can't anything. source
2: it, but I, I mean, I got it from a pretty credible source. And it's just like, why would I mean, do you know how much money they have to, to not apologize? Like, yeah. Get your money, you dummy. <laughs> you know. And,
1: also, just apologize. Yeah, like, I know. You I know, know, just just to be a good person too. I mean, but like he's not
2: clearly right. Like, Obviously, he's a fuckface. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Damn. But I mean, I heard like he, the you know his auditions were like for real because he he went to JFL a few years ago. I heard he like totally killed the audition. Um, I don't. I do. I fucking really want to see that audition tape. <laughs> like of they course. should release audition tapes. Mm-hmm. So I just really really want to see it. Um, but yeah, I don't feel bad for him. You know, <laughs> there's, there's still an audience for him. He'll be fine. Yeah. They'll
1: all be fine. That's the yep. thing. Everyone's like, what about the men? That's like, yeah. they're fine. They're all fine. Everybody's yeah. fine. Nobody's yep. not fine. Mm-hmm. Everybody except for Jeffrey Ep- Epstein is currently fine. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, he's until he gets his facial reconstruction surgery healed. Sure. He's not fine, but then <laughs> right. he's going to be fine. Cool. You know that they hid, they snuck him out and he got, oh, he got surgery okay, to like yeah. change it. And I now mean, he's still yeah, out there. Well,
1: <laughs> really?
0: That's what a guy from a rock star band tweeted. Oh. So I like that the I like That seems just the as theory.
1: plausible as he was killed. Sure. Yeah.
0: <laughs> totally. I
1: mean, did Chapo, like, tunnel out from three, yes. three different prisons? And that is true. Yes. <laughs> and then you he see did. the guy, did you see the guy recently who tried to dress as his own daughter? He had, like, yeah. a rubber mask. Have you seen this guy? No. I think he was actually, I think he died right after in jail. So it's like a sad end to the story. He tried to escape. Um, from visiting hours? From... Yeah, his daughter came to visit him and then he tried to leave with like a mask and wig and her clothing. And it was really freaky. There was a little video of like when they unmask him that went kind of Oh my
2: like, god, went, Scooby was, Doo. Yeah. <laughs> <double
1: lady>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah, god. That's fucking crazy.
2: There's crazy. It was literally shit. an old man underneath. That's crazy.
0: <laughs> Can we wrap up on yes. that? That's insane. Fuck, that's so Scooby funny. Scooby Doo. <laughs>
2: Um, where can people find you, Katie? People can find me at Katie Compa on Everything. Uh, if you wanna download my album, it's my pin tweet. So if you go to twitter.com slash Compa, K-A-T-I-E-C-O, M as in Mary, P as in Paul A, and then all the other things are also that.
1: Sweet. Katie Compa.com, etc. Hard pass. Yeah. Hard pass. Go get it. It's Available so on all the good. things.
2: Yes, thank you so much. Get
1: that album. <laughs> Fuck Thank you yeah. for
2: having me.
1: Yay. So fucking good to see you, man. Thank you for Work. coming over. Same here, yeah. I Thanks remember that me. day we hung out on Rockaway Beach and you had that PAX and I was like, I like her and I <laughs> Yeah, her for, for a sure. long time. Yep. Sweet. Yep. Thank you for coming.
0: Uh, if you want to find us, you can go to at Weed and Grub on Instagram, weedandgrub.com. Please leave a five-star review. It just means you click a star and it's the fifth one. It takes no time. If you're right-handed, it's the
2: easiest one, honestly. Yeah, it is, right? You don't even have to (laughs)
0: cross. (laughs) Totally. Leave a review if you like. It takes a little more time, but it goes a really long way. Uh, Thank you for rocking with us, everybody.
1: Thank you. Bye.